welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passionate people share their stories and journeys to turning their passions into their careers. Today on the episode 41 is Samantha Mack from Organized Decor. Sam believes that the secret to leading a happy, healthy, and balanced life starts in the home. Her passion for organizing was born out of her personal struggle with anxiety and the resulting desire to cultivate a clean, calm, and balanced environment in which she could thrive. Sam's expertise lies in organizing any and all parts of the home and creating orderly, peaceful spaces. Sam has done that thing, you know, like turning your passion into your career, and she's crushing it. She's so naturally good at looking at a space, seeing how it should flow, how it should be organized, working on getting people to let go of clutter and things that are holding them back. We talk a lot about how items and stress are related, why you should be grateful for what you have and really love and have a purpose for every piece of clothing and item that you have in your home. Sam and I are actually friends from a couple years back and it's so cool to hear how she's progressed from just having a passion for this to turning it into a business. I know it'll be inspiring for you to hear. There's so many good takeaways if you're about to move or really wanting to declutter. There are people like Sam in this world that are put on this world to help you live your best life. So thank you so much, Sam. It's so fun interviewing friends and getting to know a deep dive into their business. Before we jump into the episode today, I wanted to share a ratings and review from iTunes. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this, everybody. There's been a few that have popped up in the last month or so, and it just really lights me up. So this one's from Jameson13. It says, love this podcast. Natalie has such an effortless way of bringing to light her interviews. It's like being at home with friends. I love listening to the unique guests and I always leave feeling inspired and more knowledgeable about the wellness world. Keep them coming. And that's amazing feedback. I love that you think this podcast is like a chat with your girlfriends in the living room. That's exactly what I want it to be. Pretty casual and informative and also inspiring. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being a listener. I'm so grateful for all of you. Have a great day. And without further ado, the lovely, wonderful Samantha Mech. Welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast. Today's episode is with Samantha Mech from Organized Decor. And Sam, so great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here too. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about what you do and hear all about the journey that it took to starting Organized Decor. But um, before we even do that, I'm going to shuffle these attention cards for the little interview and I want to pull your um, intention if you're cool with that. Yeah. All right. So I'm shuffling. So whenever you're ready, just tell me to stop and I will pick your card. Okay. Stop. So I pulled courage for you. It says no one is fearless, but even though I'm not fearless, I am courageous. When fear shows up, I don't run away from it. I use my courage to conquer it. My courage allows me to walk right up to that fear and kick it in the nuts, then quickly hide behind someone bigger until it goes away. I love that so much. (laughs) (laughs) These are fun. 
Cool. So that's, that's amazing. That's a, that's a really good one for this. And yeah. I got, um, I got, I just pulled one for myself and it says, get centered. Um, when it gets to be too much, whatever it is, I close my eyes and return to my center. In my center, I have the wisdom and tranquil- tranquility of, and it says insert favorite animal. So I'm going to say sea otter, <laughs> holding a <laughs> wand floating through space on a magic carpet. So cool, Sam. Thanks again. And the first question I want to want to ask you as we start this interview is, what lights you up in life? So I love this question so much. I feel like I could go on forever, so I'll try not to. But um, what really lights me up is creating spaces for people that allows them to be the best version of themselves. So ideally, creating a space where they can recharge and re-energize. I believe in really what my whole philosophy is. The secret to leading a happy, healthy, and balanced life all starts in the home. I find a lot of joy in enabling people to be open to new opportunities. So, I mean, organizing and having a tidy home goes much deeper than getting rid of clutter. I would say holding on to unnecessary possessions that hold you back mentally from being open to new experiences, potentially even meeting new people. I'm very, very touched when I can see how my clients, how deeply they're affected when they realize like once a space becomes functional and not cluttered, how open they can be. Um, When I can help someone make soothing surrounding place also nurturing, I'd say that's what lights me up. Wow. So much there. So much to cover today. I'm going to say it. I, I, talk, <laughs> I have, I'm going to have so many long answers, but there's just no, a lot to talk about. That was a beautiful answer. And I, it really does make me think about my spaces and I hope it makes everybody think more about their spaces. So to dive in deeper, what got you to where you are today with organized decor? And was this always something you were passionate about? As far as like my background, um, I started in fashion. So uh, my background's all in merchandising. And I was a buyer for a luxury retailer for about nine years. I had some sales experience, and then I was a buyer. And I, I had a great job. I loved the people that I worked with. I just honestly wasn't passionate about fashion or clothing in general. Um, and I knew that I wanted to feel more connected to my work. So, you know, I, I, like a lot of people kind of just looking for something else, this all led me on a journey into the wellness industry. I'm personally a huge wellness enthusiast. Um, I love well and good. Obviously my favorite podcast is not another wellness <laughs> podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've always loved interior design. Um, and, you know, when, whenever people say, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life, people would constantly say that to me because I'd be like, oh, I don't really know. My job's fine. It is what it is. Um, but then it's like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, what do I really love to do? And I really love to organize. So kind of everything fell into place. I had the time and the resources to start my own company. Um, and it was a little bit, uh, over a year ago, I founded Organized Decor. On the cusp of the Marie Kondo trend right now, it's really been taking off. Um, you know, timing is everything. But everyone's so focused on organizing right now. So obviously, it's a good time to start an organizing company. But 
yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my journey so far. And I've been fortunate enough to have some amazing clients um, who are referring other clients and it's just been growing really rapidly. Yeah. So I love to hear like you've had a ton of passion and all these hobbies and interests growing up and you started your career, not really doing any of those things necessarily and finding yourself feeling like there was something that more you could be something more you could be contributing like to the world and you happen to find it. Um, do you remember like that idea to start the business? Like when that kind of manifested, like the moment of like, I could do this. That was probably, probably two years ago. And my boyfriend was constantly telling me that I should start an interior design company. I was like, no, like, I don't think that's, that's my jam because I'm very minimalist. Um, I, my decor is all white and clean and not everybody. That's not like super creative. You know what I mean? Like I just like clean spaces. Um, and then I realized that organizing was actually something people were willing to pay for that. That was, that could actually be my career. So yeah, I, I'd say that was about two years ago. And one of the first things I did, I'm the type of person that I just like dive into something head first. And I was like, I'm just going to make an Instagram, get it started, get it going. I did that. And, um, and then the more seriously I thought about it, I was like, okay, I really want to make a company, made the LLC kind of, you know, went full throttle with it, um, set up all the, the back end paperwork and all of that. But I feel like everything from there just kind of like naturally continued to evolve. Like I was just like, okay, like I'll start with my branding. And I enjoyed all of, all of that and like building out really what I wanted my like business philosophy to be. Um, and it's been a great two years so far. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get to the name Organized Decor? So one of my favorite things is kind of um, repurposing like my belongings for decor. So like in our bedroom, I have like hats hanging on my wall. Like I always want to utilize wall space to maximize, you know, space, especially New York City living. You don't have a lot of space, so you need to do what you can. Um, also in our bedroom, we have a guitar hanging on one of the walls, kind of thinking about like how to organize your decor was what I was thinking about. But then also as far as the name itself, um, so it's organized decor, um, one word. And kind of just going along with being efficient and maximizing space. I have one D in the word. Um, so that's why it's one word pushed together, organized decor. Um, you know, I definitely care about like um, the aesthetics of it, but also making sure that it's functional. Yeah. Yeah. You're describing your space a little bit. So um, what are some of like the... Th um, actually, let me rephrase that question. <laughs> like, what is an organized space? Like, what does that look like? Is that more kind of like a, a place for everything or, you know, not seeing all of the things that you have and just being really mindful about what you purchase and how much? So an organized space is definitely, I don't believe in clutter. And I say don't believe in clutter, but obviously if you see my apartment, my room, um, it's minimal and there are not a lot of things on any desktop. 
um, or any tabletop, I should say. But then also when you go inside any draw, you know, in the morning when I pull out even my underwear draw, I fold my, I fold my underwear. I, I call them presents. But so basically they're these cute little packages, right? So it's like in the morning when I go to grab a pair of underwear, it honestly makes me smile because it's clean and organized and well-kept. So it kind of goes hand in hand. I know part of your question was asking, like, are you thinking about buying less? Um, I, I think it's appreciating and showing gratitude for what you have. The more you appreciate the items that you have in your space, the more you take care of them. Um, obviously, it even goes along into the better the appearance is of all those things. And the less clutter you have, the less stress you have. So yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, you, you touched on that um, kind of in the what lights you up question. And I want you to dig into that because there was a lot in there. And the question really being, how does being organized and having a clean space where you have things that you know that you have, number one, <laughs> and appreciate and, and that like light you up. How does that affect people? And like, what is the motivation um, for people to kind of clean up their life, I guess, clean up their space and make it this serene environment? So this is huge. This is 100%. This is the main reason why I I love organizing. It comes naturally to me, but I, I feel like there's so, so much value behind organizing, cleaning, tidying up all of that. Um, the relationship between your environment and your mental state, it's, it's, it's the biggest thing, I think, for a stress reliever. When you have a clear space, you have a clear mind. I say that all the time, clear space, clear mind. Um, a clear space can also create a sense of peace and serenity. So I live in Manhattan. I think I just mentioned that um, briefly. I live in Manhattan and I really, really need my my home to be like an oasis. When I walk in here, I, I need to be able to decompress. Um, an organized space can also create environment that promotes collaboration, creativity. It can help with focus. I mean, I can keep going, but um, yeah. there's, there's a lot of studies. There's a lot of studies that even talk about the more clutter you see, the more easily you, you'll find yourself distracted. So again, that goes back hand to hand with being focused. Um, having a serene home, it can help um, aid with sleep and boost productivity. So there's, you know, so many so many reasons why having a clean space can be a positive effect in your life. Yeah. And I don't think that like connection has really been talked about as much as it has lately. Like that stress to seeing clutter and like kind of chaos in your living space and how that can translate into your personal or work life. Mm -hmm. I, I view that I'm in the wellness industry for that reason. As far as I'm concerned, I'm in the wellness industry, and I don't think that that necessarily correlates for a lot of people because they're like, well, you're a professional organizer, but it's it's for your overall well-being. Yeah. 100%. And what do you find to be like some of the obstacles that your clients or just people in general have and what obstacles to getting organized themselves or kind of realizing that connection? 
I deal with a really wide range of clients. Some are definitely on the scale for hoarders, um, and some might be overcoming a life obstacle. Um, and, the, you know, they might be holding on to possessions for sentimental value. I would say the biggest thing is they're holding on to belongings that aren't serving a purpose in their life. So if something isn't serving a purpose in your life, it doesn't belong in your life. Someone who is a hoarder is holding on to possessions to block out the rest of the world. You know, so it's literally blocking out new experiences and new people. Yeah, I could see that. I, I can see that with myself, actually. Like holding on to sentimental value, where the only value there is like the past memory. That doesn't, I don't know. I've, I've definitely found myself in that trap of like, I used to have a box of like notes and things that people, cards and things that people have given me that I don't think so are positive memories. I don't know. A hundred percent. I have a box of sentimental items. I think it's very healthy and very, very normal. I mean, from what you're sharing, that is very normal. Like I have a box of um, old postcards and old, you know, notes from high school, but Again, I go through that, I would say, every three months. So, you know, I have a pin board in my apartment where I put up any invitations, baby shower, weddings, any invitations on this pin board, right? And then obviously, as the event already passes, I take down the invitations. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to hold on to this wedding invitation, whatever it may be, it goes into the box. So then as I add to the box, Whenever I add to the box is really when I pull out the box to sort through it and look for old things. And it's basically sentimental things. You want to hold on to the, the memories that make you happy. Yes, 100%. If it's something that makes you sad, then it's not serving a purpose. But it's okay to hold on to something from the past if it's a loved one that you've lost and it's a picture that you love of the two of you. You know, there's a lot of, there's a wide range. But I go through it, and every time I go through it, I'm ready to let go of something else. So, like, usually when I add to the box, I'm going through it, and I'm letting go of a different piece of the past, and it's allowing me to grow and evolve as a person. That's the way I look at it. I am really glad you touched on that. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, reassess because things change and some things aren't as important to you. And like saving every single birthday card from like fifth grade, like those are probably fond memories, but at the same time, like, do you need, is that adding value to your life at present? Or can you just kind of like, like appreciate it and kind of move on <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Right. Yeah. And, and you might, you might think that you're ready to move on from something or someone, you know, like, belongings from I had belongings from my ex-boyfriend I held on to them and then it's like one day I was like I really these aren't serving me it's not he's not a part of my future he's not a part of my current day he's not a part of my future and it's okay to let go and then just when you go to let go is when you're open for new opportunities like it's so easy when you sit and think about it that way but people don't view it as oh I'm gonna hold on to this note from my ex-boyfriend because it was in my past it's like well why are you holding on to that why is that necessary it's not but it's okay to give yourself time to evolve and feel comfortable to let go that's I the important that. part of when you're ready 
Yeah, no, I love that. And it's, it's so dependent on like that person. And you have to ask yourself that question. Like no one can tell you when you're, when you're at that stage. Um, does, what does this have to do with like energy? And, and are you incorporating that kind of like energy or like a vibe of a space? How does that work in, you know, in the work that you're doing? A hundred percent. So um, feng shui, I haven't studied. I a hundred percent believe in it. And I, I already do those things. Um, you know, I've had numerous conversations with people that do study it and, you know, are, are practicing. Um the bottom line for that is a well-ordered home aligns with vital energies in your life to bring good fortune into other areas of your life. So I a hundred percent believe it, but to be honest at the point where I'm at, I haven't studied it. This is something that I'm looking into. Um, but I definitely believe, you know, the entryway is the entryway to your home is very, very important. Like there's different um, factors on it all um, and how the energy flows through your home. But to be honest, I can't speak to all of that. Um, I believe in it. Um, that's, yeah. And that's kind of like what I'm speaking about, the cluttered, like it's going to hold you back. Um, but that's this is something that I'm looking to learn a lot more about. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you intuitively, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's like one way of looking at things. And I've heard like the energy, the flow, but like, it sounds like what mm -hmm. you're doing is that it's just like your own way that like works for you. It obviously works for other people. So it's like, I, I think I have like a modernized feng shui. That's right. essentially like, I think as what, what you said innately, I like care very much about how the space feels. And like, I believe, you know, like everyone has that place in their home. That's like a black corner where it's like, there's nothing really going on there and it's like not being used. And it's kind of like this like black hole. I know that's a weird way to describe it, but like, I think about that a lot when I'm organizing for clients and I'm like, well, what's happening in this back corner? Because let's, let's brighten it up. Let's make it something, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, you can feel the energy. Yeah. Um, yeah, like let's tend to the whole space, the space, all of it matters. And you can't have like a pile of like crap in the corner and like have a, a beautiful flowy and open rest of the space. Exactly. Because that's like, that's like stored like things and energy. And yeah, it's also interesting. And um, I think underappreciated that coming home to a space that makes you feel that way is going to lead you to probably sleep better, <laughs> probably like think better, like you said. And I can imagine walking in from the streets of New York and not having like that kind of retreat from the noise and the chaos can, can mm -hmm. only make you make it so much worse and so much of a more challenging environment overall. Absolutely. So how do you suggest, like, what are the first steps for your clients who have not thought about this before, but maybe heard about you, saw Marie Kondo's like, you know, episode and was like, I need, this is, I, I've gone too far down like this path of like hoarding everything or not knowing where to start. Um, what are kind of like the first steps that you suggest in terms of like locations or things that they would start tidying or organizing? So I a hundred percent, um, do, practice um 
along with some similarities of Marie Kondo. Um, I love her. I think, you know, she's very inspiring. Um, I have a few variations because um, I work on a different scale than her. So I'm definitely much more individualized um, when I'm working with different clients. But to kind of generalize just for time's sake right now, right now um, if someone's like, oh, I really just need to get my apartment organized, where do I begin? I would say start with picking a category. So honestly, it's always easiest to start with clothing. Um, and that's my suggestion. And the reason why you don't want to say I'm going to focus on a room and you want to pick a category is because if you're really unorganized, then the category is going to be through numerous rooms, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have clothes scattered around. Um, so that's why I would say start with a category. But if you're on a different scale and say, say you're someone that's like, well, I'm like relatively organized. Okay. But I just need to figure out how to be more efficient. Um, and I want to figure out better ways to utilize my space. Then you can say, okay, I'm going to tackle this space. So my suggestion for that is start small, pick a closet and literally focus on that closet and that closet alone. Um, And then within the space, my biggest, my two key points that I always try to share are consistency is key. So if that's a closet, then that means making sure all the hangers are the same hangers. Obviously, people have different budgets. You know, you might want to be doing this, not spending any money. You just want to organize. Okay. Then just try and gather similar hangers because if you have a thousand different shapes of hangers, they're all going in different array and it's not using the space to the best of its ability. So that's one that also can go hand in hand with um, any sort of containers, baskets, you're using the same shapes. It's a lot easier. Um, It's more aesthetically pleasing and easier to fit in one space. Um, So I just mentioned the baskets, but that's, my second um, tip that I always try to bring up is um, using any sort of bin or basket makes you accountable. So this is the number one thing that I feel like some clients are like, well, do I have to put that in a bin? And I'm like, you don't have to, but it makes you accountable. So I label, I label everything. I label like a crazy person. Even in our fridge, I have labels that say fruit veggies like you know it's fruit and veggies because you can see them but I label that so you know if you come to add something else you're following through with that it's kind of like an assignment but you're keeping yourself accountable so labeling any bins or any baskets just so then you continue to put the winter gloves in this bin put the umbrellas in this bin and so on and so forth so that those would be my suggestions for yeah. starting. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like don't try and tackle your entire space, but rather start small and work your way through being consistent and, and utilizing some tips that you have to follow through with this decision. Um, mm-hmm. how, how, does, how does it change 
the space, like, or what have you seen, like, for people when they do make all this um, change and working with you? Like, what do you see happening? Do you think it gets easier once you start, or it's sort of like a big, like, obstacle, and and then like get to the other side, kind of thing? Or do you find people start to like really pick up on your tips and sort of like run with it? It depends on where they're at emotionally. So kind of what we were talking about when we talked about the sentimental box before. Some people might not be ready. They, they've hired an organizer and they think they want to organize their apartment, their house, their estate. They are all in. And then when it comes down to it, they are not emotionally ready to move forward. Whatever the past is, whatever has happened in the past, they're still holding on to. And, you know, part of my job, sometimes I feel like a therapist when I'm on site. Um, it's, it's much deeper than just moving possessions around. So I am very compassionate and understanding. And, you know, I, I'm here to help um, and kind of walk you through it. Um, so that's such a hard question to answer, to be honest, because yes, there's some clients that are like, Oh, great. You know, like I just needed someone to come in and tell me where to put my winter gloves, you know, and it's right. that, that, but then there's people, um, who've lost a loved one who have all of their possessions still, and they're not ready to let go of that yet. Um, so it's a much slower and drawn out process. And you know what, that's okay too, because it it's no one, no one can force you to feel a different way. You're allowed to feel however you feel. Um, but I would just say it's a longer process for them. Yeah. And you're just meeting people where they are essentially. It's so interesting. And working through it together. Yeah. It's so interesting to hear like how much of personal life and things and how they intertwine. Like what that connection I mean, I, I get to know people in a matter of 30 minutes, you know, you, you go into someone's drunk, junk draw and, you know, it's like, we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all their that's, secrets. That's how close I know all their secrets. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, you see, so, you know, you mentioned this is totally a wellness space and, a, you know, it's so much about like, digging into your life and like and building, I guess like building a space that supports you and like can help you in a sense. Like if, if having too many things that don't align with your goals and priorities and like how, how damaging that could be. And it's just so interesting. I don't think we think about things that way. And like, I'm just picturing my desk, right? Like it's, it makes sense that if I have a stressful day, things like pile up. I have like food and mugs and cups and like all kinds of things. And it just feels chaotic. But if I do like take that moment to kind of clear away, like what do I need, right? I need like the coffee mug and a glass of water. And like, I just like sometimes get to a point where I need to clear everything away to like think clearly. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that's, how a lot of people feel like I can't, or like my car, like, or it, and it's funny too. Like if I've had a stressful week, it shows in my space before it occurs yep. to me, like how stressful stress I am, like things everywhere. <laughs> 
And then you, you need to free up, you need to free up the mental space. So like your desk, right. it's like, you should only have that one report that you're working on. And you said your water and your coffee, you know what I mean? Like it should yeah. only be that. Like, like what you need, what's bringing value into this moment and that, and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is, you've mentioned a little bit about like your inspiration. Um, it sounds like, I mean, you inspired yourself by like kind of realizing how important this was for your, in your own life and then maybe mm-hmm. seeing it like play out in interior design or um, you mentioned Marie Kondo, um, but like for your business, like, is there anyone you turn to to kind of help guide you for people that might want to be starting a business eventually? So inspiration overall um, for the business. So yes, Marie Kondo, um, she's an inspiration. And I mentioned this before that I've definitely adapted some of her techniques, um, adopted, sorry. Um, not all of them again, because I kind of do, it's like a little bit more individual. Um, but the number one thing about her that I find amazing is her focus on gratitude for your belongings. So again, it's showing respect and appreciation to the the things that you have makes you value it more. Um, and therefore kind of ties into needing less because you value what you already have. Another um, fellow organizer that I really love, to be honest, she isn't um, very, she's not like very, very well known. I just really like what she stands for. Her name's Shira Gill. Um, She focuses on what she calls a make under. She's based in LA um, and she does a make under for a closet. And essentially it's the focus on creating a curated wardrobe of very thought out pieces. So I think the number one thing that people have too much of Americans specifically is clothing. So I really love the thought of a curated wardrobe. If you take a look at her Instagram again, her name's Shira Gill. It's, you know, 20 pieces, like very thought out, a mix of high end fast fashion, you know, depending on your budget, but it's like, pieces that you love and you wear and nothing more she's amazing yeah no sorry to cut you off like why would it's so funny like why would we have more than what we love Mm -hmm. you know and I don't but I don't know anyone I don't know anyone that has I would say my wardrobe is a work in progress and I'm working on doing a lot more of like the curated wardrobes for clients as well um but even I have more than what Shira suggests you know what I mean like I have like I have like five black blouses, but I'm like, but why do I need five? Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, and fine. it's so um, funny. Cause like when it comes down to it, like I have an entire dresser and closet of clothes and I wear like the same, like five things. Exactly. Exactly. Things. <laughs> exactly. It is so, so funny. Like humans are it's so taking the, it's taking the time and energy to think about okay, these are the five items that I love, 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 love. So if let's say there, you have two blouses and a pair of leggings that are really comfortable that you love, a pair of shorts and a pair of pants, that it's like building out outfits around those pieces. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing concept. No, so that's something that I'm working with my clients to do more and more of too. Yeah, I like that idea, that message. You should just feel good about what you have and like I guess ideally 
be able to throw on anything in your closet and be like, hell yeah, this is exactly. my, this is my jam. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm curious to hear like about, I mean, I know you're, you said you're really interested in wellness and you were recently on a panel at a wellness event. I'd love if you could share a little bit more about what you've been up to lately. Yes. So in April, right? Yeah. April, this past April, um, I partnered with California Closets. Um, they're an amazing company, um, eco-friendly option for closet design. And we put on an event that was focused around spring cleaning. So the discussion for the evening was how to spring clean your home, body, and mind. Again, you know, it all connects. So um, we had a panel discussion. So I spoke on the panel discussion. Um, Katie Delbout was our moderator. And I had the opportunity to speak with four other amazing women, all in the wellness industry. We spoke about our personal, personal wellness rituals, how to organize with intention, how to create a non-toxic living environment, which was phenomenal. I have a tip I need to share with you. Um, what clean beauty really means and how healthy food can be approachable. So we kind of pulled together a few different, like one of the girls had a fitness background. She was a health coach. One of them was a professional chef. Um, one of them was focused around non-toxic living. So it was a, it was a really amazing night. And um, we had CBD cocktails, super fun, and then cryofacials. I just, I loved it. And bringing together a group of people that all share and are passionate about um, wellness, it was, it was really great. Yeah. I saw like on your Instagram story and it looked, it looked awesome. And what awesome topics. And I can't wait to hear what you were going to say and share about like, was it the non-toxic, envir- non-toxic, non-toxic. environment? Yeah. Yes. So, um, so one of the girls, Sophia uh, Ron Gushi. Um, I'm definitely not pronouncing her name right, but she is amazing. And I, I do want to say her name because I would highly recommend um, anyone that's interested in non-toxic living, making their own home cleaners. That's really what she focuses on. Look her up. So her company is called Ron Living. So R-U-A-N Living. And she, she was super inspiring. And one of the takeaways that she shared with the entire room and I, I mean, I was like, it's not like groundbreaking, but it was like, it was groundbreaking for me, a odor eater. So this was her suggestion. Um, and I tested it out and it definitely worked. So one of the girls in the audience asked and said that her laundry basket, they keep in a closet and she just can't figure out a way to have like a non-toxic um, scent that like can really deodorize the, this room. And Sophia suggested just putting um, rice in a mason jar uh, with like three to five drops of essential oils. The best one is tea tree um, essential oils and it'll deodorize the room. And again, I tried it and it worked. And I don't know, it was just a, a, a little trick that I found fascinating. <laughs> like, that's amazing. So like an open mason jar filled with rice. Yep. And, yep. and a few essential with rice. oils. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it can be white or brown rice because I did ask that. I was like, does it matter what color <laughs> rice? Um, but um, yeah, and tea tree is the best uh, essential oil. So it's just like a fun little trick. And I have it in my apartment now too. It's awesome. Yeah. Who knew? I love that concept of like yeah. just using things and then also making sure you're not like clogging up your space with chemicals because how could that exactly. like, work towards that goal of just like right. having a serene environment? 
Man, mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and what is like, what are some of the wellness things that you're really into besides organizing spaces? Like, what are you doing for yourself these days? I would definitely say my wellness routine is always evolving because I'll constantly try new, new ideas. You know, I'm in a conversation with someone and they'll share tips. Um, but I do have things that I'm pretty consistent about. So in the morning, I always have lemon water. Um, that's like the first thing. Meditating, I, I, I try to meditate every morning. Um, and I definitely am better at this sometimes than other times. But, you know, it's a journey and I still give myself credit for doing it when I do it. So I do, um, meditate. Um, I use an app called Headspace and then I've recently been, um, journaling and working through a workshop with a woman called Lacey Phillips for, it's called to be magnetic. So this is a series that I'm working on right now. And her focus is around manifestation and being your most authentic self. So she's someone who I saw speak at a wellness event and I've been mesmerized. And I honestly, even when you asked me earlier on, you're like, what kind of like pushed you to the organizing? It was probably about the time that I saw Lacey. So that says something, right? Because that's when I started to think about the series that I'm working on with her is called Unblocking Shadows. Again, so it's just focusing on being your most authentic self. So it's like, who am I? What do I stand for? Um, and basically it's like a meditate. She does like meditation where it's like on her site and then you have to journal and kind of analyze it all. Um, and you work through it. Um, it's a really great series. So that's kind of been something that I'm is new and that I'm working through. Um, I have like seven more, um, workshops to go through for that. And then as like my daily self-care, I try to do like a charcoal face mask and things like that. But self-care for me is definitely staying in and saying no. So that's something that I, you know, I, I think it's, it's trending right now. The um, joy of missing out, but oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on that bandwagon. I'm definitely on that bandwagon. Seriously. Like just like realizing you don't have to do everything and that you can say no and not like let FOMO take over. That is the hardest thing to me. <laughs> I definitely have trouble saying no. I have, I have a lot of trouble saying no because I just feel so guilty, but you have yeah. to, you have to prioritize it. Yeah. And you just have to figure out like what you actually need. And like, I think all those things, it does sound like you have a lot of like tools in your toolkit for like how to keep yourself going and keep being true to who you are and being as passionate as you can. And um, like all those things to me speak like who is Sam and how is she going to like light this world up by being so passionate and full of inspiration. So I think mm-hmm. that's, it's cool to hear that, um, that reinforced by kind of the things you incorporate in your life. And I'm just in hearing all this, like so proud of you for, for doing this, like for figuring it out, number one, and realizing you were in a job that wasn't resonating with you and being like, well, what can I do to contribute? And how am I going to be the best version of me? And like, just go for it. Like got an LLC, like started, you have clients. Like I'm always looking at your Instagram, seeing your before and afters. And I'm like, wow, it's given me ideas. So like, I just, I really appreciate that what you're doing. And I just wanted to to say that. Thank you so much. I mean, that means so much too. And it's, it's honestly, 
it feels like corny when I say it out loud, but I'm really doing what I love. And it's like, you know, it's not always glamorous. Like I'm, you know, organizing is like, I'm down and dirty, but it's, I love it so much. And I've honestly never been happier. So thank you so much. Um, I really, I really hope I can continue to help a lot of people um, in, in different ways, but it's, it's something that brings me so much joy. 100%. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I just think that it's something we all need to think about. Like I'm preparing to move and I'm like, wow, okay. I definitely, this is a good opportunity for me to like create a new space, but not just dump all my old stuff in there. Like make sure it feels like the right stuff is going into this new space and not just- a move is the best time. The yeah. best time. I was helping, I helped a client move this morning. Um, part of the move, uh, phase one of this move. But um, honestly, a move is when you can really analyze, sit back and be like, is this serving a purpose? So like when you're packing up, make sure you allocate so much time for that pack up. You know what I mean? Because it's like, don't bring things, as you just said, don't bring things to the new apartment. Exactly. It's an exciting time. You're starting a new chapter and you want to bring in things that are serving a purpose. Yeah, I love that. I'm like, so take excited time for you. to pack. I know, but so true. Like, take so time excited. to pack. Don't just dump everything in a box and be like, all right, I moved. Like, that's a good point. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this is so much fun. And I'm so glad that to have you in my life, I was like, dang, I got to get this girl on the show because she's doing things. And um, where can people find you is my next question. You can find me on Instagram. So my Instagram is organized decor. So again, it's one word. So there's one D. Um, it's actually organized decor underscore. I know that's a horrible name for Instagram. I'm working on getting, I have to buy the other name, but <laughs> that's the name for the time being. And then my website is organizeddecor.com. Amazing. Yep. Hey, well, thank you so um, much well, for sharing all your goodness. <laughs> thank you so much for having me it's always a pleasure talking with you you're such an inspiring person and thank you so much for having me oh thanks sam